0: What's up? Did y'all hear my thermos pop? Hey, since some some of y'all just hit the button, like click, like right then, uh, I'm gonna pour the coffee and then I'm playing the fight song again. Uh, I got a new coffee mug here. I don't know if you can tell what it looks like, uh, but it is identical to a, a Canon EF 24 to 105 f point four image stabilized lens, but it's a coffee mug. <laughs> So that's my new uh, coffee mug. I got coffee in it now from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Here's the song. Here you go. Getting started with you here on the uh, Dog Pile Podcast, live with you here tonight on this Tuesday night, which is the first of 14 straight nights and 14 straight shows of the Dog Pile Podcast presented by, I'm waiting for the graphic to pop up, I'm going to see if I can time it out here, Land Bank, visit landbank. Dot com The folks at Mississippi Land Bank. Anything land-related, North Mississippi, otherwise, uh, hit them up. MSlandbank.com. They are outstanding supporters of high school sports, college sports in the state of Mississippi, a whole bunch of bulldogs under the Land Bank umbrella. Hi to all those folks. And uh, you should do your business there. Trust me, they're the kind of people you want to do business with. Any kind of land... You know, whether it's farmland that you're dealing with or um, hunting land, recreational, maybe a place to build that dream home, Mississippi Land Bank, the one stop for that. And you find all the information you need, like a phone number to call, um, an email address. Maybe there's a picture to go along with it so you kind of know the person a little bit before you meet them the first time. You can find all of that online at mslandbank.com. Also uh, brought to you in part by... Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast and Country Meat Packers. What up to Henry and everybody at Country Meat Packers in Florence? Shipping that good sausage out to places and parts unknown. Speaking of parts, that's one thing that's great about Country Pleasing. There's no parts in it, it's all hand picked pork loins, bacons, and what's the other? Ham. Ham's in it. But no parts. And uh, also brought to you in part by Nest and Wild. Have you heard about Nest and Wild? If you're not sleeping well, you can help yourself by sleeping on a Nest and Wild mattress. Go to nestandwild.com. Use code BULLY20. Get 20% off. And I'll give you some more details on Nest and Wild coming up. Let me take a sip of coffee, shall I? Mm. The new mug works. Yeah, I see my new coffee mug. It looks like a camera lens. Isn't that cool? Is it cool? I don't know. It's kind of nerdy. Whatever. Welcome in, everybody, uh, to the Dog Pile Podcast here tonight. Like I said, the first of 14 straight, 14 straight days, 14 straight nights. Why 14, Matt? Two weeks. What's the significance? It's a Tuesday night, May the 26th. Well, because starting the night, we go 14 straight That'll take us right on in to Monday night, June the 8th. What is the significance of Monday night, June the 8th? You all know? I'm about to get to all your comments. What's the significance? Well, as you know, that's when uh, our Bulldogs athletes are allowed back on campus for voluntary workouts in preparation for the upcoming season. The SEC made that decision. They voted on it last week, so June the 8th. So, as you tune into this podcast, presented by Mississippi Land Bank, uh, coming up later in the show, you're going to watch a one-on-one interview that I had with John Cohen today. Uh, John and I chatted a little while on Zoom On a Zoom conversation, I recorded it. I'm going to play it. You're going to to see it here. Video, you'll see me and John talking. I just wanted to talk to him and then bring it to you here on the podcast. Some basic stuff, uh, questions I had about this whole getting them back on June the 8th. What's the testing like? Voluntary workouts. They can come back and once they're tested, they can do voluntary workouts. What's that going to be? I mean, what is that going to be like? Do they have to work out by themselves? Are they going to be in there with a coach? Which coach? And so I just wanted to ask John some of those basic questions. So that's what we talked about. And I'll give you that interview coming up. First, though, three orders of business here. Number one, I'm about to say hey to y'all that have already typed in your comments and said what's up. You're going to get shout outs. That's coming up. Then I want you to see and hear a word from our fine sponsors. And when we come back from that break, there is humongous, huge News for the top five premier Mississippi State women's basketball program. The news they got today—I'm not sure it could have been bigger. Yes, from a uh, what's up from a fan base marketing feel-good standpoint, a momentum standpoint, sure. But I mean, from an actual ball in the basket wins and losses standpoint, either. It was, this was huge news today. And I hope everybody realizes how big it is for Mississippi State women's basketball. So that's what we're going to do first. So let me say hey to y'all. Max, watching on Periscope tonight. Y'all, if you're on Facebook and you haven't checked it out, go to my Twitter feed at Radio Wyatt and. You can see the link. It goes out, and you just click it. It takes you to Periscope. That's one way to watch. Of course, if you're on Facebook, you can watch it on Facebook, obviously. But Max is watching on Periscope Twitter. He says, good evening, Matt, fellow Bulldog family members. And he said, hey to all y'all. Danny Hale State, Kenny, let's go. Barry, Asheville Dogs. Barry, I think I've asked you this before. Are you talking about Asheville, North Carolina? Comment there and let me know. Are you? Are we talking, like, isn't there an Asheville, Alabama? Because I think one of my teammates in college, Jeremy Jones, was from Asheville, Alabama. I think it was Asheville. Let me know, though, if you're in North Carolina. Ben says, Hail State from Philadelphia. Ben, is that uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or... <laughs> It's funny, like I hear Asheville, I assume North Carolina, but I hear Philadelphia, I just assume Mississippi. Petey says, Matt, will the Georgia Bulldogs go to the playoffs this year? Petey, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you will. I think you will keep the new quarterback healthy. You think he'll win the job? What's it going to be like at Georgia having a running quarterback? Well, I'm not sure I know what that's like. Or at least a starter as a running quarterback. Jason says, uh, "Hale State Golf Course got to get that store online. That shirt is fire, especially when it's still uh, less than 35 degrees at night here. Check it out. It's one, but it's thin. Jason, it's one of those fishing shirts. You know, like it just kind of hangs on you. It's really thin. But I did get this shirt from the Mississippi State University Golf Course. Hit them up on Twitter at Hale State GC. Later this summer, hopefully they'll have that online store up and going." Thanks for the compliment on the shirt. This is one of my favorite shirts to work out and walk in. Maroon and White for Life on Periscope says, You the man, Matt. Thank you. Love your stuff. Keep it up. Hashtag Hail State. David on Facebook. What's up with you and Miko? Straight over from the radio show. Thanks for tuning in. Sarah says Hail State. Greg, Hail State, go Lady Dogs. Miko, we got a big-time five-star in the uh, building for the Lady Bulldogs. Huge news, Miko, coming up. Uh, B.B. hey Matt from Yazoo City, the hometown of Jerry Clower. Y'all say it with me. Shoot up in here amongst us. Owen uh, says, let's go. Uh, she stuck to her commitment. Who? Who are we talking about? She who? More on that in a bit. Uh, Myron, hey, said hey to Sarah. Ben, Mississippi. With two sets of double S's, doesn't it bug you when somebody says Mississippi? Uh, uh, let's see. Lynn says, "Hail State, nice gear. Yeah, I got my Land Bank hat. Say it with me, y'all, on the count of three. One, two, three. Land Bank! And my Mississippi State shirt on from the golf course. Uh, Eric, evening, Matt. Nice shirt. Thanks for the Cost- Costello video earlier this week. Yeah. If y'all haven't seen that... Um, You can find it on Twitter. Look on YouTube, my YouTube channel, which is just Matt Wyatt Media on YouTube. There's a film study video of quarterback KJ Costello, who presumably going to be your starter uh, this year. He said, enjoy it. uh, Always do enjoy the videos. And, yes, there's an Asheville, Alabama. It's past Trustful on 59 North. I thought so. Buried North Carolina. Okay, so you're Asheville, North Carolina, originally from Collinsville, Mississippi. Look, Asheville, North Carolina. I went there last year, and Asheville itself, great place. But around there, and the drive from here to there, just gorgeous. Barry, I took the route through the mountains, you know, a good way south of of Knoxville. So I did this, you know, for hours and hours even at night, but I wouldn't trade it. Golly, it's just gorgeous. Those Blue Ridge Mountains and the Asheville area, I'd go back in a heartbeat. Uh, Jeff says, anything to do with fishing, you know i got to have one. Yeah, this shirt, it'd be a great fishing shirt. But just a great summer shirt all the way around. All right, let's get to the big news. So hey to everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Let's get going here. First up, a word from our fine sponsors, the folks who make the Dog Pile podcast possible, especially the ones who make it possible for starting the night. 14 straight nights of the Dog Pile coming your way. Got it planned out. we have a different subject every night. Some interviews mixed in there as well. So uh, we'll hear a word from sponsors. Come back and get into the huge, humongous news for Mississippi State women's basketball and then the John Cohen interview. That's all coming
1: up. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than a hundred years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi, and that's where I stand.
0: Let me tell you a little bit about Nest and Wild. You're going to sleep better on a Nest and Wild mattress. It's a Mississippi-based mattress company. They make high-quality mattresses delivered right to your door. Every Nest and Wild mattress is 12 inches thick, not like a lot of the online brands that are 8 inches or 10 inches. Every size, 12 inches thick at Nest and Wild. 100% made in America. Great prices. And even fight cancer in your sleep. Nest and Wild is partnered with Jason Mott's foundation in the fight against cancer. They donate a portion of every mattress back to Jason's foundation. And it's a no-risk decision. Try it for 99 nights, and if you don't sleep better, send it back. Go to nestandwild.com. Order yours. Use code BULLY20 for 20% off all sizes and bases. And get a free pillow top mattress pad with your order. That's BULLY20, B-U-L-L-O-Y, 2 your mattress will arrive at your door within three to five business days. Hey, like my hog hat, you want to know the reason that you need to sit down at the table and say, Country Pleasing, please? Here's why it all starts with hand picked pure pork, no parts, no stuff. It's hand picked ham, bacon, pork loins, the real deal. They produce Country Pleasing in small batches also, which means consistency in every package. Spices, fresh ones that are mixed daily on site right there at the plant in Florence. Now their smoke houses are not cookie cutter houses either. They are designed and built for country meat packers and for their own smoking methods. And they use hickory logs that they split daily on site. They don't use hickory sawdust. The logs produce a better smoke, a stronger flavor. It's the real deal. They use a natural, hog casing for their sausage it's soaked in vinegar for a tender snap frankly let me put it this way it's the best tasting sausage you'll put in your mouth every time you know i just saw that picture of the uh uh, what was it hot pepper sausage from country please and i thought man i haven't had that i need to try it i gotta get a hold of some of that y'all tell henry i'm coming down there soon i'm gonna get me some of that Hot pepper, smoked sausage from Country Pleasing. All right, I think this news requires the song one more time. Big, huge news today for Coach Nikki McRae-Pinson and the women's basketball program. Five-star signee Madison Hayes is sticking with that decision. She's going to come on and play for Mississippi State. A lot of folks thought that uh, Madison was going to Follow Vic Schaefer over to Texas, uh, but that's not happening. She is sticking around at Mississippi State, going to be a bulldog. And look, you know, five star McDonald's All American, big deal is, you know, anywhere in any situation. But when you consider a lot of the things that were at stake with this, in my opinion, and others, the feeling of momentum for the program certainly momentum that you built when you you know got her in the fold to begin with with another coach with the previous staff that feeling of momentum but also looking forward to what this team is supposed to be able to be the team you had coming back with Rakia Jackson and adding Cooks in after the transfer and all those parts and now this five star player in the mix as well It's just a huge deal. And, look, I'm confident. Others are confident as well. This is going to prove itself pretty quickly what a big deal it actually is. So I'm not blowing it out of proportion. Uh, The quote that I saw today, um, here's a story on 24-7 Sports. been a question and concern for Mississippi State fans in regard to star signing Madison Hayes since Vic Schaefer hit the road to Texas. She's a Bulldog. Here's the quote. I made the decision to stay because I really prayed about it and followed my heart. She said, getting to know Coach McRae and the staff really helped that decision because they know what to do with me as a player and a woman. I'm really excited. Now, I want you to think about this. Think about now, and and you know, not to put everything out on Front Street, but I did some texting around today with some people who know the program very well, who follow uh, the program very closely, who have, and, and you know, again, kind of pulling in some perspective on this <clears throat> and trying to kind of get a handle. There are several things that jump out. One, what a big deal from a recruitment standpoint this is for the new coach and the new staff, for Nicky McRae Pinson, because the idea, or at least the the backstory on this, was that Madison Hayes is the kind of player that normally – an assistant coach, under Vic Schaefer, an assistant coach would lead the recruitment of players, and 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 they'd bring those players into that recruitment process, into Vic Schaefer. But with Madison Hayes, it was one where Vic Schaefer was the lead. This was 100% of Vic Schaefer recruitment. So, and, and honestly, you know, two years' worth of recruiting a player like this for him, two months worth of recruiting this player for Coach McRae. And I'm going to call her Coach McRae Pinson. Two months. When you can't even go and meet with them in person. Okay. I mean, I know that it's a different kind of deal than going out and finding that player. This is someone who had already decided to come here and you're trying to keep them, you know, coming here. But still in that, Put any recruiting question to rest for Coach mccray pinson Two months, huge deal, get to know someone personally. And, and I think on the front end, according to some of the stuff that I was told today, even on the front end, that not that they – I don't know that lack of confidence would be the right phrase, but there just seemed to be this belief that there was certainly an uphill battle because the idea was, one, there was this long-standing relationship with Madison Hayes and Vic Schaefer in the recruiting process this is why she came to Mississippi State to begin with. And the new staff, new staff was only going to have a couple of months and not even really get to spend time face to face with her. That's why it's almost unbelievable that they were able to get this done. And then what does it mean? <clears throat> well, three. Former McDonald's All-Americans on your roster now. Three of them. Who are they? Rakia Jackson, obviously Madison Hayes, and Sidney Cooks, the transfer from Michigan State, 6'4 transfer from Michigan State. In 2017, she's a McDonald's All-American. you got now three of those on your roster along with maya taylor and some of these other parts and jessica carter so it's um it's a huge deal okay and then obviously what she is when you say you know everything it means for the team uh, yeah they're in texting and talking with some folks there's also this idea that in and really it goes beyond just being an idea. This is something that apparently Vic Schaefer talked about at times and during the recruitment of Madison Hayes, how Hayes was so important to this team at state going forward because you couldn't just have Rikia being your scorer. When you got one main player, it's too easy for the other teams, good teams, to you know, shut that one player down or at least limit that one player and, and you don't have others that can beat you, well, that's not going to be the case with these two and these three on the same floor. Um, It's a big deal. Big deal for momentum. You know, you think about it, too. This means that this five-star McDonald's All-American, Madison Hayes, is going to play with this current team for two more years Okay, and she and Rakia Jackson are going to play together for 3 years. Again, can't say enough about what a big deal this is for Nikki McCray-Pinson. And you know, look, everybody says the same thing about her. And it was said to me today in a text message and talking about this. She is the real deal. That's what everybody says. This is the genuine Article, she's the real deal. You know, it also it speaks probably to what Madison Hayes thought about this team she's going on to. Certainly to what she thinks about the coaching staff in a short period of time of getting to know them. And then you know, if we want to project, go ahead and project. Now Nikki McRae Pinson hits the floor. I mean, hits the recruiting trail. And now what are those other five stars and McDonald's All-Americans out there listening to her? What are they saying now? You come play with not only Rakia Jackson and not only Sidney Cooks, but also Madison Hayes. How would you like to come and not this year, but next be one of four McDonald's All-Americans on the same team? How would you like to come and play two years with Madison Hayes and Rekia Jackson? You could win a championship with this team. If I'm a five-star, I'm listening to that. When she also says, oh, by the way, our fan base is really excited and you're going to play in front of 10,000 people. It's a big deal, y'all. Coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Highpointroasters.com. Hit them up. Dan the coffee, man. They're great bulldogs, too. And I'm serious. That's all I drink is coffee from Highpoint Roasters. I use a French press, so I get the beans and grind them myself. But you can get it already ground. I highly recommend it. It is better than the stuff you buy on the shelves. Uh, A lot of it. And I've never had any any better. And it comes right up the road here at New Albany. Highpointroasters.com. Order yours. Dan will send it to you. Tell them I sent you. All right, here we go. Let me get you some of your comments. We'll get a question or two in there if you have some, and then we're going to send it over to the John Cohen interview and get that going. Hey, Butch! Watching on Facebook, my man from Starkville, Butch Simmons. Always good to see you. Wish I could see you, too. And, Butch, I've uh, caught a few of your messages on Sunday mornings, and I am really glad that you're doing well and that you're doing that. you got a beautiful family. And, listen, Butch, I cannot believe how those grandkids are growing. I knew it would happen. You did too. And now look at it and you see one's a teenager and the other one's about six, two. And I just can't believe any of it. Where is time going? And so good to see you. Jason says, Oh, so you drove through the cold air dam when mountains block off most of Georgia and South Carolina from winter weather (laughs) talking about Asheville. Oh man. I would, I would get in the car right now and drive to Asheville just to see the scenery again. Uh, Junior says we will take a step forward, it should be a great year. Hail State, praise the Lord, and go dogs. Are we still doing that, or was that a Vic Schaefer thing? Yes or no, going forward, on praise the Lord and go dogs. Dan said, Yes, sometimes your biggest recruiting wins are inside the program or inside your current commitments. Great job of the staff. Me, uh, Miko said, Coach mccray pinson is the real deal. Joe says, looking at Coach McCray-Penson's Twitter 2021 class could be very special. Uh, Miko, replying to Joe, said, definitely a major class. Dan, haha, Matt describes the next two, three years and then gives that sly smile. He knows what's in store. Dan, with this edition, where's the weakness on this team? Well... <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. What is the weakness? You don't have a 6-7 on the roster. <laughs> hmm. That's about all I can see. Uh, Jason, so with three McDonald's All-Americans on the same team, surely we can get fries with that. Good one, Jason. Boom, boom. Good one. Miko says, uh, we need two bigs to round out this class. I guess that would be it, right? I mean... You know Carter at six five, Cooks at six four. Who, by the way, everybody has just raved and raved about her in practice. I got to see what they can do in games. She's a redshirt junior. You know, played her first two years in college at Michigan State, um, and then Morris, uh, the senior, in there at six six. But maybe that's it. Some trees, you know. Rich says, "I still like praise the Lord and go dogs, but it is a Vic thing." Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It definitely, definitely is. All right, so hats off, Coach McCray-Penson and staff. Big-time deal, Madison Hayes coming there. Just impossible to overstate what a big deal that is for that team and for that program, considering this is right after this coaching change. Um, it is a huge deal. Stephanie, the coffee is not decaf. I do not drink decaf coffee. Most times it does not keep me awake at night. It does not keep me from sleeping. Just every now and then, maybe, but I don't care. I'm drinking it anyway. So there you go. Highpointroasters.com. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, a word from uh, sponsor. We're going to flip the script and come right back and let you uh, see my interview that I had today with John Cohen asking about what it's going to be like in 14 days on June the 8th, Monday, June the 8th, when athletes can come back on campus and begin voluntary workouts, getting ready for the season. That's coming up next. Every
1: farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than a hundred years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's where I stand.
0: Hey, I want to remind you to get all your apparel, all your maroon and white gear. Hats, shirts, shorts, pants, shoes, socks, belts, you name it, from the Mississippi State University Golf Course. Y'all know where they are, just off campus. And you can call them or hit them up on Twitter. But go by. If you're in town, if you're out that way, uh, check them out. You'll be glad that you walk through the pro shop because they have the best gear. It's what I wear. Every state hat, shirt that you see here on the podcast or on my radio show, I got it all at the Mississippi State University Golf Course. It fits better. It looks better. They have an idea of how to use those retro logos like the walking bulldog and others it's hail state gc on twitter or call them three two five thirty twenty eight hey like my hog hat you want to know the reason that you need to sit down at the table and say country pleasing please here's why it all starts with hand-picked pure pork no parts no stuff it's hand-picked ham bacon pork loins the real deal they produce country-pleasing in small batches also, which means consistency in every package. Spices, fresh ones that are mixed daily on-site right there at the plant in Florence. Now, their smokehouses are not cookie-cutter houses either. They are designed and built for country meat packers and for their own smoking methods. And they use hickory logs that they split daily on-site. They don't use hickory sawdust. The logs produce a better smoke, a stronger flavor. It's the real deal. They use a natural hog casing for their sausage. It's soaked in vinegar for a tender snap. Frankly, let me put it this way. It's the best tasting sausage you'll put in your mouth every time. All right. Thanks to those fine folks for putting us on uh, your computer and on your Facebook feed and on your Twitter feed and on your podcast feed. And speaking of podcasts, too, by the way, if you haven't already, subscribe wherever you get a podcast to dogpile. If you just want to listen, go back and listen. Or if you miss a show live, you can go back and listen if you're not able to sit down and and give it a gander and watch. All right, as advertised, here is my conversation one-on-one with Mississippi State Athletics Director John Cohen. This was earlier today. It was in the afternoon after my radio show. Nobody has seen this. You are the first to see it. We recorded the interview via Zoom, okay? So there's a couple of times in there where you get, you know, the little internet glitch or the picture freezes and you can still hear him talking and those kinds of things. But I think we're all used to that kind of stuff during this uh, day and age. So my Zoom interview now with John Cohen looking ahead to athletes coming back and beginning voluntary workouts on Monday, June the 8th. June the 8th. That being the day we've talked about since the vote last week and that Monday, is that the the hard day due date athletes will be back and doing stuff and lifting weights on that Monday?
2: Yeah, Matt, we uh we we are very uh optimistic that we will have uh student athletes uh voluntarily as you stated uh uh doing conditioning and strength straight workouts on campus. Uh, in our weight rooms and in our facilities, I know the kids are, are dying to get back. Um, the week of June the 1st, we will start testing those kids as they come in. Uh, our new players have to go through a battery of physicals. Uh, our returning players, uh, a little bit less so, but again, we'll be tested, uh, in a variety of ra- ways. And, uh, I know those kids are really looking forward to get back on campus.
0: Yeah. And I guess that was kind of my, question on that is I I know that in order for them to come back there's got to be these testing procedures kind of already in place waiting on them right for like when they show back up so were you as a department kind of sitting on you're ready to do that or are you looking at the next two weeks you're getting
2: ready to do that yeah we've been working on this Mary McClendon uh, one of our associates Executive Associate uh, Athletic Directors does a phenomenal job with our uh, strength and conditioning I mean, our, our sports medicine and strength and conditioning and mm-hmm. she's, she's been terrific we've been preparing for this for a long time and, and again it, there are a lot of people involved uh, Dr. Cliff story you know on campus is involved with this process as well and you know the, the testing has to take place and of course how long does it take the results to get back to us um, if we have any kids test positive. We have a protocol in place to take care of those kids. Um, it, it's a big responsibility. But but again, we, we have many people working on this. And it's a great thing about being, Matt, being in the Southeastern Conference when you consider everybody is working together to create the best protocol. And even, even though everybody's going to probably do something a little bit different, the, the opportunity to bounce things off of each other um, really helps through this process.
0: Is What can you tell me about what those initial days are going to be like? I'm thinking about it from the standpoint of like if I'm a football player and and I come back to campus. Maybe that's – I'm prepared. I come back. I know I've communicated with coaches. We got that all set up. What's it going to be like for me as a football player when I walk through those doors at the SEAL facility that first day?
2: Well, first of all, uh, you know, we're working through protocol. Do we use the locker room or do the kids get dressed in their own – place right you know we're looking through protocols to where they have you know three four sets of practice gear Um, they they bring in the old practice gear that needs to be washed while they're wearing the the wash version Um, and even the way that we do simple things like laundry and and the way we present that to the kids it's all important Um, for now we probably not going to use the locker room facility and we're probably gonna let our kids um, get dressed at home, and and hopefully live you know a little bit not not exclusively but a little bit of a hermetically sealed type of existence in the beginning, and, until uh, you know we can get off on the right foot.
0: So, so it is going to be different. What about um, I'm curious about the the level of conditioning and working out kids are going to get to do when we call it voluntary. So if we were to help me define what that means voluntary
2: workouts well i I think what it means the most matt is and you know this because you played what we're going to do in june is really going to determine how much they can really get after it in july Mm. so we we are committed to starting off slowly we know that these kids haven't been working out really hard for the most part uh we know that many of them haven't even had access to weights. Um, or, or conditioning type situations. So we're going to start them out very slowly, make sure that they get into condition b- before they the kids really push themselves.
0: They're going to have to kind of distance from coaches and, and that kind of thing too, I guess, right? I mean, if I'm just yeah. guessing.
2: Yeah, that's correct. You know, um, all communication with coaches really – uh, it's probably going to continue to be done online uh, hmm. which, which is a shame the, the only people they're going to come in contact with is going to be the strength and conditioning coaches for the most part uh, so instruction of any kind is just going to come from strength and conditioning coaches and not from the coaches themselves
0: yeah what um, what level of certainty uh, John was it that this would be voted in in the way that it was from the leaders in the SEC and the presidents? I mean, I guess what I'm saying is for for folks like you and AD, a coach, when they went into that meeting last week, were you not sure? Was it iffy? Or were you pretty sure the presidents were going to vote that through?
2: Yeah, I I think we all just needed to come to to an agreement um, Hmm. in the room and we have great leadership from the presidents on down. Uh, we have great leadership from the league, Greg, thank you. Um, that's one of the real strengths of our league is, uh, do we always agree? Ab- absolutely not, but there's a respect level in this league and there's an understanding that we need to do what's best for the league, not necessarily what's best for each individual school. Now I'm charged with doing what's the most important thing for our individual school, but you get in that room with the other athletic directors, with the commissioner, with the presidents, and you realize it it's bigger than any one school, especially when you're making important decisions like these.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, I know from a fan perspective, there was this sort of great relief, John. Is what a, that was my, you know, perspective on the reaction, this great relief that, oh, so glad that, now you know the athletes and the football players at my favorite school are going to get to start doing some stuff again um
2: yeah I, I think you're right and, and I also think you know the 20 math the 21 20 year old version of yourself needed some structure you know um no doubt. obviously you know I mean uh when you go off to to, to school you, you kind of you not necessarily leave your parents behind but you, you, you kind of go off and you become more independent, but you need that daily structure. Um, the, the John Cohen that I knew 30 something years ago would not have done well with not having a structured day in front of me. and And I probably would have made, you know, really bad decisions because I didn't have that structure. We all crave it. We want it. And even though this is voluntary, I think most of the kids would admit at some point down the road, that, that having this voluntary activity is really good for them
0: is um and this may go without saying our strength and conditioning coaches around the league are they talking to each other are they i mean i wouldn't think that they're in a a bubble just coming up with their own stuff. I imagine those guys are probably communicating with each other too to figure out hey, what's the best way to approach this when i can 't actually you know, pat the player on the back or I've got to work, run this workout from the other side of the room.
2: Yeah, man. How about squatting? I mean, you, you I mean, we we all grew up squatting, right? You, right? you can't really push up significant weight or any kind of weight without a spotter. How do you do that without a spotter? So what exercise do you substitute in for the squat? I mean, that's just one example. And I'm sure there, there are many, many others. Our strength and conditioning coaches are going to be ready, and I think you're right. I think it's a collaborative effort. I think they've probably gotten a lot of ideas from several other coaches around the country.
1: Sure,
0: I read today um, the story from Iowa State, where the AD there um, they made the decision they're going to just go, "Hey, look, our our capacity is sixty thousand, but we're going to sell thirty thousand tickets. They're going to be season tickets. If you have one, you can come in the stadium. We're not selling individual game tickets." And I don't know, maybe I missed it, but they seem to me to maybe be the first one to just jump out there and throw down the, this is how we're going to do it. Um, is that something, I know our, our fans would love to hear, is that something that is maybe being discussed at state and at other schools, and have you heard of that
2: idea? Yeah, we just had a 90-minute meeting this morning discussing very subject, um, and Iowa State did come up Uh, Again, I'm, I'm not here to judge Iowa State, but here's what I do know. We have a couple of months, two months plus to be able to make those decisions. And in order to make the most informed, the the best decision for our fan base, we're going to, we're going to wait a little bit. Uh, we're going to see what happens. I'm an optimist. I think I believe in American ingenuity and I think things are going to be different two months from now. So I don't want to throw any numbers out there just yet. Uh, but again, my optimism, optimism is going to get the better of me. And I I think it's going to be better than what most of us imagine right now.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm curious, John, and I think our fan base is to, for you in the position you're in, you're leading this athletics department. And so, you know, there's a university side over here that all of that feedback affects your decision and your thinking then you've got right down to the coaches and the athletes themselves the individual stuff over here and you you're in the middle of making this decision um, and so the the actual um putting together of a plan that everybody will be comfortable going forward with come september hopefully september um is that has it been something that you lose sleep over has it been this tremendous burden um do we need to put john cohen on a prayer list or are or is it something that you're taking to this challenge sort of thing
2: <laughs> no i i, I you, you, you know i am not looking at this as a sprint i think what you really and i think this is what coaching and quite frankly being a former student athlete teaches you it's never a sprint when you're young you think it's a sprint but as you get older and older and older, you realize, you know, that it's a long, long race. And, you know, we we want to be stronger at the end of that race than we are at the beginning of that race. And I, I kind of look at this that way. We're preparing for all eventualities. Um, we're, we're looking forward to having our fans in our facilities. But again, we have to make the best decisions we can for Mississippi State. And that's what I take a lot of pride in, Matt. I, I just... I'm not making the best decisions for John Cohen. I'm not going to um, make the best decisions for my family. I'm going to make the best decisions for student-athletes, for our fans, for Mississippi State University. And I'm, I re- feel really fortunate we have one of the great presidents, if not the best president in the country, in Mark Keenum. And Dr. Keenum feels the same way. He, he's going to make the decisions with, with our students uh, and our faculty and all of our staff. In in their best interest, it's not going to be perfect, Matt. In no shape, form, or fashion, it's not going to be perfect, and not everybody's going to like what we're going to have to do. But we got to get through this, and we got to have the best plan possible. We've got some really smart people working on it.
0: Uh, John, last thing, back to something you said earlier, strictly from a football uh, viewpoint. You mentioned it, and it's so true. This time in June, getting together whatever the voluntary workouts are like is an opportunity to ramp them up and make sure they're ready to go come July on what's going to be tough and hot and getting ready for potentially a season. Um, So that that connotation would be there's an expectation that by the time July gets around, we could see this thing really take off. Um, Let let me word the question this way. Does that mean that as a fan right now, we should expect that July could be normal team workouts, or should we anticipate that even at that time, there will still be distancing and some oddity about it by the time July rolls around?
2: Yeah, you probably need to ask that question to an epidemiologist, but what I will tell you is... We want to start out slow, and this has been said so many times. This is not my quote, but I think it's a good one. We want to start out, start out slow so that we can, and, you know, so we can run later on, you know, so we can be fast in the end. So we're going to start out slow um, and, and we're going to take all the precautions we can to make sure that our kids are are in the best possible environment um, and, and that their bodies are ready to play. A very difficult sport and i'm talking about football but i'm also talking about our other sports basketball uh volleyball soccer all those sports very physically demanding and we want to make sure we start out slow so that these kids are ready to get after when their, their time comes
0: yeah perfect john i do really appreciate it a whole lot
2: absolutely thank you matt
0: all right. Hope you enjoyed that interview earlier today. John Cohen, just a little, uh, you know, context, background on what they're trying to do and work through to make sure that they're ready uh, for June the 8th. Here on the podcast, Dogpile, presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online. It's mslandbank.com. And by country, please, and sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. The best sausage, hands down. It's made right here in Mississippi. You get your hands on it, you're going to be glad you did. For everybody at the Mississippi State University Golf Course and also Nest and Wild, make sure you put your hands on a mattress from Nest and Wild. Sleep on it. You won't send it back. My wife and I, Annabeth and I, are sleeping on a mattress right now from uh, Nest and Wild, and we love it. Highly recommend it. And uh, same for you. So try it out. Give them a shot. Nestandwild.com. That's it for tonight. I'm going to send you out with a cool video that will kind of get you revved up for what's coming right around the corner. Again, thanks for listening. And I'll see you tomorrow night on Dogpile, presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Hail State, everybody. Campuses are empty, the arenas are silent. People here today are few and far between. But soon, a crowd will show up. here. It's a matter of when. I'll be there. I'm sure you will be too. I'll see you there. It won't be long now. Can you imagine? the return of the crowds, to see the return of the team. What a day that will be, and it will be soon.